0: Um. Are you guys ready? We starting this?
1: Yeah. When you All say right. you have a thing at the beginning, are you oh, it like I before? mean, it's like I'm building it up. It's not a thing. But I mean, I'll are you? It. But are you doing it before I do the welcome back? And yeah, yeah, or? yeah. Oh, okay. Only if
0: you want to. Only if you want to.
2: Right.
0: All right. Hey, so uh, you are you guys gonna do Crystal Skull? <laughs> like, I mean, are you? Well, yeah, I mean, you know, I mean, I mean, technically, it's an Indiana Jones. Uh, I mean, do you think you guys think he'll do it? I mean, I mean, I I think you got the. You know, everybody was asking us that. You know, that's all. I
1: get it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> now that well, like I put say it, we have six months to think yeah. about it. yeah <laughs> Yeah. They
0: put it at the end
1: you can do that too but you don't have to I know, if he doesn't like it alright here we go now Indiana Jones Indiana Jones Indiana it's a podcast Indiana Jones, about Indiana Jones Indiana Jones, Indiana Jones,
2: Indiana Jones, Indiana Jones every Indiana Jones, movie
1: Welcome back to the Indiana Jones Minute. This is the podcast where we discuss the film Indiana Jones and the Kingdom of the Crystal Skull one minute (gasps) at a time. I know that's the new one, (laughs) the newest one so far. Uh, I'm Tom Taylor, I'm the Admiral. Muppet. I'm the intern Gerald Christopher Marcus Porter. Hey. And welcome back everybody. <laughs> welcome back Pete. Welcome back Jerry. And welcome back all of you nice people who are uh, back to listen to us uh, talk about Crystal Skull. And this first minute of Crystal Skull begins with the Lucasfilm logo and ends with a Roadster filled with teens racing behind a US Army truck. When you guys see the Lucasfilm LTD, do you think
0: of Indiana Jones or Luke Skywalker?
2: Well, I I got a question about that. Because this is the first Indiana Jones movie that used this logo.
1: Oh, really? The fancy, twinkly Lucasfilm. Yeah, because
2: it was was always text before. It said, like, Lucasfilm LTD. Yeah. And my question is, this might cause some bad feelings amongst listeners, but has there ever been a good movie that began with that logo. Oh,
0: Pete. <laughs> that was low. God wow. <laughs> this is minute one,
2: Pete. Come on now. Uh, you, you know what? I've been Mr. <laughs> Positive for the last <laughs> two weeks. One of you guys has to pick it up because I, I can't anymore. Not this time. Not this, All time.
1: Right. Not this well, time. You're
2: supposed to start the minute off with cotton candy on your hands.
1: Yeah. Not like George Lucas like, clutching his heart Man, and he doesn't one. know why.
0: <laughs> name one
1: um i what are my choices i'll tell you one okay last jedi that's a good movie
2: oh i couldn't remember if that had that at the beginning oh yeah all the new ones do i guess yeah okay then that's okay then yeah Yeah. i like the last jedi yeah
1: see okay
2: good I i asked the question and i got an answer thank you
0: yeah Wow, this is gonna be this is gonna be an interesting season. It is gonna be interesting. <laughs> yeah, <I've>, Pete, Pete, <laughs> I
1: don't know what's gonna happen. I'm not quite sure what to expect. I'm no. already a little scared and a little anxious and a little annoyed. But a- after <laughs> but the uh, right.
2: after the prequel logo, we get a uh, we we go back to an old friend, kind of. We get the Paramount, the old Paramount logo that they used for the earlier movies, and they just replaced yeah. Gulf and Western with Viacom.
1: And by now hmm. like they had they had like the 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 rushing stars over the lake thing yeah like the very animated yeah. glitzy paramount yeah. logo by now right but right. yeah this is the old tried and true uh yeah you know charming one
2: so they're starting off like on at least with net sense on the right foot
0: yeah yeah well and, and what's interesting is the very first sign the movie has begun uh right over that paramount logo uh, you know we get a suspenseful musical chord mm-hmm. dare i say unearthly
2: oh it's it sounds mm-hmm. like the, it sounds like the beginning of uh close encounters close encounters knew yeah. it
0: i knew it <laughs> no i have that written down yeah. it, it fades in and then it, dec- it decays uh quickly mm-hmm. it's and and I, you know, I wonder, is this the scariest beginning of an Indiana Jones movie? I mean, the first, you know, three seconds or four seconds, the setup, it's the music is not like if you think about Raiders, it's kind of like, oh, they're in the jungle and it's like suspenseful and it's kind of like, duh, 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 you know, and you're like, oh, this is really interesting. I wonder what's going to happen. There's jungle noises, you know, but here it's like they really treat it with it just from the get the very first thing of the movie is this.
2: A dissonant, suspenseful chord. And if they had run with that, this might have been a good movie. Like I think this could oh, have right had gate, a lot of potential. People. I know. Oh, wow. <laughs>
0: this could have been a good movie. Wow. <laughs> wow. You heard it here for uh, Yeah.
2: What, what, six minutes. I'm not going. I'm not going to be all negative, but I, I, I like several things about this movie. But I, I, it kicked me off on the wrong foot.
1: Interesting. Okay. Interesting. But yes. All right. So I have this note here that surprises me. I like the molehill. I don't know if we're calling this a mole hill or a groundhog hill or what, but I kind of, li- I, I like, I like, okay, I like the dissolve from the Paramount logo to this, this version of that, of that hill version. of that I don't, switch, I don't right? mind
2: the hill. I don't like that they immediately then cut to a CGI prairie dog. Mm-hmm. And to me, that's, and Elvis singing ain't nothing but a hound dog. Those two things together say, <laughs> A, this is not Indiana Jones and B, I don't like this.
1: This is Caddyshack. <laughs> yeah, well, at least Caddyshack didn't
2: use CGI. This is
1: that's that's an excellent question that it only occurred to me later. It would would you would you like this a lot more if it wasn't CGI or if it weren't CGI? Oh, correct myself. Yeah, if it were not. Uh,
2: <laughs> I don't know. From the minute one, I'd say yes. <laughs> we'll have to keep going because I think part of the part of the reason this movie is so weird is that they never. It feels like they never finished the special effects.
1: Yeah, mm. although. I don't know if this. Are we calling this a groundhog or a ground squirrel? What is this? Well, guy? I think it's a
2: prairie dog. Prairie well, dog. The, okay. In that part of the country, and in the credit yeah. or in the script, it says it's a. Well,
1: I, you know what? I can't figure. It out. Are we supposed
0: to be thinking when they show this this opening? Are we supposed to be thinking? You ain't nothing but a groundhog.
1: I know it uh, is weird. It is. A weird. On all the time. It's like Yeah. What? yeah
0: it's just kind of like was that the thing? Is there a connection between? The song and the fact that you're like, oh, it's a, it's a, it's a groundhog. It is guess, a little weird. Or, you want to yeah. make that. a yeah.
1: prairie dog. You want to make that direct connection, but that it's not there. Yeah. It's a, it's a, it's yeah. a hound dog, not a groundhog dog. dog, <laughs> dog? A prairie a dog, ground, dog. Yeah. Hog? Well, so I, dog. I wanted to know, like,
0: you know, so. I know. <laughs> I'm sorry. Is is the fact that the Paramount logo, the Paramount logo, turns into the molehill, ground dog hill, and then the it starts to crumble? Is that uh, you know symbolic of the Indiana Jones brand? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> wow! Something
1: happened wow! What, yeah, I don't know what's going.
0: <laughs> this is the, this is the summer. This is the, the summer that got to Pete. Yeah. He discovered the Smiths. <laughs> he's he's wearing all black now. <laughs> that
1: girlfriend from summer camp broke up with him yeah like he keeps cool writing thing. he keeps writing like an
0: upside down star and an <laughs> l on his pinky <laughs> like what's
2: that all about have you noticed <laughs> sitting alone in the cafeteria you know what's so <laughs> is I, I i hate this whole little beginning but really i I like where i mean i hate the prairie dog and i hate the cgi and i hate the music here but i'd like that's where Spielberg is going with it is this was kind of a, a nod to George Lucas. Like he, this was him saying, hey, I know you like all the hot rods and the old 50s yeah. and stuff. And so this was kind of like, hey, I'm putting this in just for George.
1: Well, I think I think Hound Dog was specifically George's idea.
2: Oh, OK. From what
1: I read. Yeah, that he yeah. He, he liked the idea of like connecting, you know, his his push was just for, for this to be like a 50s B movie. Mm-hmm. And he liked the idea of connecting, you know, not only that and indie, but then also like American graffiti, that kind of thing. Uh With this song, which I get and appreciate, I love George Lucas. When I think about American Graffiti, I love George Lucas. Oh, I I love American Graffiti.
2: That's an incredible movie. Both of those are incredible movies. Yeah,
0: that's 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 what's really hard. Yeah, Yeah, that's what's really hard. Yeah. Um, a question for you, Tommy. I'm curious. Do you know who originally sang "Hound Dog"? I feel like it was a female singer,
1: but I don't remember who.
0: Oh, that's pretty good. Now, Pete, you and I uh, both took David Baker's uh, history of jazz and blues class at Indiana University. Do you uh-huh. Remember?
2: Uh, you remember who was? Oh, no, I don't actually.
0: <laughs> oh, <laughs> <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Who was
2: it?
0: <laughs> <laughs> now, why? Why it's Big Mama Thornton oh, recorded okay. in uh, 1952, and it's you know, it's it's more of a traditional, like a straight-ahead blues, and it's absolutely fantastic now i'm not not taking anything away from elvis's version elvis's version was recorded in 1956 and it's great and i love it and i understand why he became the king Uh elvis was
1: (laughs) a hero to most but he never Uh... meant wilhelm to me
0: (laughs) 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 but uh yeah big mama thornton did an incredible version and it was her only hit Oh. Yeah, it sold uh, over half a million copies. Wow. Uh, well, I was going to say, actually, a really interesting little thing. Does anybody know what the B-side to Hound Dog was? Rock around Elvis's? the clock. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like uh, Super
2: Jeopardy. <laughs> the B-side of Elvis's or the B-side of?
0: the B? That's a good question. The B-side of Elvis's Hound Dog. Bark at the Moon. Uh... Pete.
2: Jailhouse Rock.
0: Oh, good. Actually, not a bad guess. It was uh, "Don't Be Cruel,"
1: oh. and they, yeah, they
0: they they considered that like a, I think they called it like a I can't remember like a double hit, you know, a two hit wonder or something. <laughs> the fact that like the yeah. B side went, yeah, "Hound Dog" was number one, and "Don't Be Cruel" was number two, and they're on the charts for like fifty-five weeks, God or something, wow. which is yeah, yeah, a little little bit of tidbit. Son of God. a gun, little, little trivia. Yeah, but
2: see, I I enjoy those tidbits. And I don't have a problem with Elvis, and I don't have a problem with the 50s, but none of it feels like Indiana Jones to me. And I maybe it could, but I'm having a hard time being pulled into this so far.
1: I appreciate them pulling out all the stops and going all faders up on the 50s from the very first frame. I kind of like yeah. that. Yeah. Like, this is not the 30s, this is not the 40s, this is the 19 rockin' and rolling 50s, and uh-huh. um, yeah, here you are. Indiana Jones is going to be dealing with Elvis in some way. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know,
0: it's funny. I I, th- I found true love this summer because I actually really <laughs> like this minute. Wow. <laughs> I do. You know, I I, I like this minute. I I think this is a great opening to an Indiana Jones uh, movie. Wow. It, it kind of takes you. It takes you by surprise. I mean, okay. Look, look. The no, like the the hound dog. Is a little, it's <laughs> a little weird, and I'm with you, Pete. It's a little like I don't like what he jumps up and he looks around and he goes, you know, he, he basically goes, you know, jumping G Willikers. Yeah. And, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. And, and like if you listen to the noise, it's like a a balloon letting air out or something. It's like eh.
2: it probably was. We and should get, like, we should yeah. get John Bruken to call in and see if we can get a, a ruling. <laughs> see, we can on this. yeah, yeah. How get do you a, a CGI uh, groundhog to do exactly what you
1: wanted to do. <laughs> Well, Jerry, I'll take you one further. You say you like this minute a lot, and I know you haven't watched the whole movie in a long time. That you're kind of going minute by minute with us. Yeah, I don't remember. Just for the record, I don't remember anything about this movie. I saw this movie opening night, whenever that was. I probably should have looked that up if I'm going to be doing a podcast about it. But I don't remember what year was that. It was like May 2009, I think. I think it was 2008, wasn't it? Who knows? There's no way to find out. It was going to be a mystery for the ages. Uh, but I saw it opening night and then I never saw it again cause I was just so let down and I thought it was so horrible and I just wanted to punch everybody in the seats next to me. I think I did punch my friend <laughs> Ryan who went with me. Um, and then I watched it again because I'm doing this podcast with you guys. I watched it over the summer and I do not hate this movie. I kind of like this movie. I, I like a lot of this movie. This yeah. movie commits some venal sins and it's got some real problems and it falls uh-huh. to pieces at some points, but I kind of like it. Wow. It's not a I bad think, Indiana think, Jones movie. I think Tommy means mortal sins. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I just wanted an adjective before sin to make it sound more happy.
0: It should have been happy or worthwhile.
1: <laughs> <laughs> worthwhile Wait, sins. what's venal then? What's venal?
0: Well, those are ones that are like, uh, <laughs> iggly piggly. You know, okay. those,
2: are like having, those are like having Mutt do a Tarzan yell. They're like, oh. No, that's a mortal sin. Okay, a venial
0: yeah. is like, those are the ones that are like, eh, say oh, a I Hail see. Mary, oh, it's okay. fine. Okay. Okay, well, yeah, the it's mortal sins are like, yeah.
1: It's got yeah, venial sins and it's got mortal sins, but it's also got uh, it's also got Indiana Jones, like some legit Indiana Jones. Yeah. And there are parts of this movie where I was watching it and I was like, I can't believe it. This is like, I'm enjoying it. I'm looking at the screen. I'm like, this is an Indiana Jones movie that I want to watch. This is cool. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. I like it's gonna that. It's going to be weird. Yeah. I'm, I'm sure doing it minute by minute is going to wear me down, and, and I'll uh-huh. be a bitter crank by the end of it, but uh, we'll see. I don't Maybe know. I'll Maybe I'll
2: be super positive by the end. What's Maybe.
1: interesting is they, they do start, if we think
0: about, you know, how the Paramount logo, you know, uh, transforms into whatever it is, like the, the, the Jungle Mountain or, um, well, I guess it was the Gong, the Gong right? It was yeah. the Gong and Tebola. It's interesting. This one, it's, you know, it's, 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 I don't know. It's it's comical. It's a tiny little groundhog hill. Mm-hmm. You know, it's kind of funny. Like I like what they did with it. What happened? I'll... to you
2: YouTube.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I know. I know. <laughs> well, it's a little left turn. It's not. I I agree with you. It's a little jarring after that opening uh, suspenseful chord, uh-huh. that dissonant chord. It's actually mm-hmm. kind of weird. And then they they do. It's interesting. They do that in the opening to Last Crusade. They, they switched, you know, they pulled the rug out, rug out from under us on some of those musical yeah. little chords yeah. and, and, and and riffs there. And yeah. they do that here. You're like, oh, my God, this is really creepy. And then they're like, you ain't nothing but a groundhog. Yeah. And it's funny. And the thing's <laughs> yeah. squeaking. And yeah. it's like, woohoo. So I, I don't know if that belies the true nature of the movie. Mm-hmm. Sort of opening with this little uh, comic bit. Uh-huh. Or or this sort of freewheeling uh you know, I don't know, maybe the movie's gonna be very serious and very dark and scary. I don't know.
2: Well speaking of freewheeling, I, I really do like the uh the really expansive cinematography at the mm-hmm. start of this. Like the camera movements are beautiful. They like they filmed this on location uh in an area called the Ghost Ranch in New Mexico, which ironically is pretty close to where they filmed Last Crusade where he's riding mm. uh
1: Oh, where the, cool.
2: the train is actually very close to here. So which is odd because you think about it in that one, you've got Abner chasing Indy like you've got the old archaeologist chasing the young kid. <laughs> I don't like it. And this. then in this one, you've got old Indy chasing these young kids. Does he put a hat on one of them later? I don't know. <laughs> no.
0: Oh, I have but no the, idea what this was talking uh, about. <laughs>
2: this was uh, George O'Keefe spent a lot of time. She lived around here. so oh, if wow. you like George mm. O'Keefe stuff. This is right in her neck of the woods.
0: That that shot is beautiful of yeah. the, the car yeah. speeding through the desert. And I, I love that we we see an actual military convoy. And I'm wondering is that a shout out to Last Crusades opening? You know where it looks like the military,
1: but it's the Boy Scout. Oh, oh, <laughs> maybe. Yeah, you here, might know here something yeah. about this military, don't you, Jerry? Oh, you haven't seen the movie. Yet. No, he hasn't. Seen I it have. Yet. I've, I know, but <laughs> but
0: it does begin. It's like we get two beginnings with yeah. sort of this military convoy thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and um, I actually love the crazy freewheeling youths, you know, rebelling and flaunting their post World War yeah. II prosperity. Yeah, we're gonna go to Lana's to listen to records. and it you know it's interesting it's juxtaposed against this sterile cold war military convoy and i think it's a great beginning because it 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 paints the you know civilian versus government Uh thing which which is a which is a perfect indiana jones theme yeah 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 i mean if you think about yeah if you think about like the ending of raiders or even even like Belloc and, you know, the government he's working for, the Nazis, like he's a civilian, but he's working for the Nazis. You think of Indy and he's working for the U.S. government and then the government kind of screws him. I mean, it's really interesting. And I think this is a, a that's one of the things I love about this opening is, you know you have those two you have these you know kids screaming and drag racing away like Woo-hoo! and yeah. you know and then you have the 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 military convoy you know it's mm-hmm. very uh solemn
1: yeah 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 hey, i want to go back can i go to elvis for one more second yeah i've always sure. assumed i've never like listened to the lyrics to the song or anything but i always assumed that he was singing to a woman and he was calling her a hound dog And, and, but but then the lyrics are, you ain't never caught a rabbit and you ain't no friend of mine. I'm like, oh wait, is he literally just singing to a dog? Is this song literally about a hound dog? And that's it? (laughs) There's no like other layer to it at all? He's not like talking about some unfaithful girlfriend or something or, or, or I don't know. Well, here's here's what yeah no it is kind of weird and what's what's interesting is um, like what we're catching a rabbit be. if it isn't if it, if it's an analogy or you know some me <laughs> saying it figuratively <laughs> what does it mean to not catch a rabbit <laughs> I, don't know. I don't no no it's
0: I mean well the thing is the actual I mean as you would imagine the Big Mama Thornton lyrics are fantastic. Mm-hmm. And they make a lot more sense because they're not like that at, at, at all. Oh. And, oh. yeah. Like, so, wait, is, me, she, is she yeah, singing hang on to a, a dog or, or is she yeah. singing to a guy? No, no, it makes much more sense. She's okay. singing about a dude. And she's yeah. like, you ain't nothing but a hound, dog. And she's like, been snooping around the door.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, and yeah. and she, you ain't nothing but a hound, dog. Been snooping around my door. You can wag your tail, but I ain't going to feed you no more. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yeah. And like, no, that's why it's a great none of this, like you ain't yeah, you ain't never caught a rabbit and you're no (laughs) friend of mine.
1: Yeah, Which yeah, exactly. Scratch you on the belly and toss you a treat. (laughs)
0: And uh, you told me you was high class, but I can see through that. Yes, you told me you're high class, but I can see through that. And daddy, I know you ain't no real cool cat. Mm. Mm. Yes. Everybody run out. And listen to Big Mama Thornton's yeah. version because, yeah, because Elvis's version is kind of uh, anodyne. It's been sick. <laughs> That's said. kind of
2: what rock and roll yeah. did to the blues, though. Yeah. No, no, it it, it is. Yeah. And
0: you know the, the worst thing, and I, I might get uh, vilified for this because I do love the song Hound Dog, but Elvis comes out and he's he really does have this great rock vibe to him. And then the Jordanaires come on. And they kind of drive me nuts because you take this song and, you know, I was snooping around my door. It's all kind of raspy and gritty. And then like, oh, <laughs> yeah. oh, like on the chorus, oh, a overproduced. And I, yeah. it kind of, Yeah. You and it's like super. Version. It's like a weird glee club thing. But did you like <laughs> did you like the
2: ink spots or did you like. If I didn't no, care—that's some of the most sublime music in the history of music. <laughs> I, I love the ink spots. Sure, it's yeah, no, the ink
0: spots. No, the ins, the ink spots are great, but <laughs> that was a great imitation. By that the way. was really good. Oh, the, oh, the, oh, the ink spots. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if I didn't care, <laughs> they have that. They have that vibrato. You're like, what's going on? Is one of those guys swallow a theremin?
2: <laughs> then they always the they always had the guy that would always just talk that you would just be oh yeah I, if i didn't care honey child he'd yeah. always like yeah, he'd, he'd he's just, a super these baby. guys are still <laughs> singing yeah, the song simple. but i'm talking right now <laughs> yeah. don't tell them i said anything speak the I, lyrics because they, <laughs> they
0: did <I> The <laughs> i caught a rabbit for you yeah
2: and, <laughs> and, it <wasn't> a lie, <laughs> and he would either. always just repeat the same <laughs> lyrics that they'd been singing like his. yeah exactly <laughs> yeah.
1: i'm just catching up i was late to practice never caught a rabbit
0: well, that's just it. It's like like Elvis is actually rock. Like you get it. Like he's actually mm-hmm. he's like you ain't nothing. And you're like that's great. And then the Jordanaires come in. And you're like oh, <laughs> yeah. like we're singing. Read the room, Jordanaires. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> look around the back patio at like you know in mid July at the country club.
1: Yeah, <laughs> there's sweaters tied around their necks. They, yeah. Totally. Yeah.
0: I mean, there's. It's not that there's not a time for that. It's fine. It's just against Elvis. It's kind of like, <laughs> yeah. Read the room, Jordan.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's like a stamp gag in the middle of an Indiana Jones movie or something. Hey, hey yeah. No. Hey, hey. No. Hey. Uh, I have an excellent question about uh, the, the the first title we see that comes up is uh mm-hmm. Indiana Jones and the Kingdom of the Crystal Skull.
2: That's a long title <laughs> yeah why isn't the name yeah. of the
1: movie just indiana jones and the crystal skull
2: yeah i was wondering that too
1: well i mean is there some sort of kingdom <laughs> why am i asking jerry the <laughs> <laughs> i mean they're kind of i mean i guess there sort of is in the background i don't know we'll get there but yeah well, yeah it's not the it's not the thing of the movie it's like you know the crystal skulls the thing you yeah, but know? a kingdom is okay. one of those archaeological things. It's not like Raiders of the Well of Souls or something, you know? Yeah, it's Raiders. This, of yeah, but the Lost when you Ark. think
0: of like, if you think of archaeology, you think of like palace, kingdom.
1: I guess. You know,
0: I mean, those sorts of, you know, uh, pyramids, but ziggurats. Not, it was,
2: Raiders was an Indiana Jones in the second intermediate period.
0: Right, you tell him, Pete. <laughs> Wait a minute, is that when it took place? <laughs>
2: Did it? It was. Uh, it was. It was one of the intermediate periods. Yeah, so it was the second or the first? And actually, if you wanted to go that
1: way, like they had, you know, one version of the, the Frank Darabont version of the screenplay. We can talk about that history in a little bit. But uh, he had Indiana Jones and the Lost City of the Gods, which is pretty cool. I like that. That's pretty solid. Yeah. If you want to go to the the you know the archaeological place location you could have done sure. that
2: well what about the what who who did the one that was going to be indiana jones and the saucerman what do you think that was of? the
1: very first one that was jeb stewart okay in like 94 jeb stewart the, the civil war <laughs> yeah General? the civil war i, I lived <laughs> on jeb stewart road in uh, potomac maryland no he With wrote jeb uh, stewart he wrote uh die hard and he wrote shoot he wrote something for spielberg but i forget what somebody will write in and yell at me um, <laughs> of cold harbor but yeah, it was yeah it was Indiana Jones and the Saucer Men from Mars. Oh, because well, let's back up. This is like in, uh, they've spent like years after Last Crusade thinking like, well, oh, probably do another indie, right? I can kind of and George Lucas, I think was he was the one who's kind of like, no, nah, I'm done. I mean, you know, yes, it'd be fun to do another one, but I can't think of a good MacGuffin or anything. And that's kind of the thing. And Spielberg kind of wanted to do it, and Ford really wanted to do it. Harrison. Ford that's was weird. Like, I guess so. Oh, did he? I can, I can yeah. see Harrison Ford being like. I think he even said something about like you know I do all these other movies and like you know they're they're not as fun like these are fun movies to make these Indiana Jones things with George and Steven it's fun.
2: I always think of this in Star Wars in the same breath so it's funny that he was so grumpy about Star Wars but he loved doing these so much.
1: Yeah it is I never understood that. Most of his other movies he's
0: he's going enough. Yeah, he's much more. You know what I mean? Everything. He's like, yeah. P- yeah, he's pointing his finger, and yeah. he's some sort of high-powered such and so. Yeah. yeah,
1: and and he's yelling enough. Wiping ice cream off his Amish face, building a barn. <laughs>
2: <laughs> no, Drag he's just, racing.
1: He's usually doing yeah. something. He's got his
0: like stern thing. Yeah, right. Yeah, he's like a he's like a you
1: know uh, agent of something. Yeah. He's, always agent. <laughs> yeah. he's always
2: an agent. Yeah, he's always an agent of some kind.
1: But yeah, so I guess George was just sort of kicking ideas around, and then around the time they were doing Indiana Jones—oh no, a young Indiana Jones Chronicles—the one with with Harrison Ford, George Lucas is on the set, and he said, "Oh, you know, it just hit me. Like Indiana Jones, if we do it kind of like logically, how old Harrison is and stuff, he would be in the '50s. And so it's so obvious. It should be flying saucers. It should be aliens, because that's like a, instead of being like a like a '30s serial thing, it's more of a science fiction B movie thing." Mm -hmm. And we just take Indiana Jones into that. So it'll be like flying sausage. And he told Harrison Ford, he's like, that's dumb. I don't like it. (laughs) Well, Spielberg really didn't
2: (laughs) want to do aliens again because he had done so many alien movies at that point.
1: Right. And then I guess, I mean, long story short, they finally like, oh, in like 2000, there was like an AFI tribute for Harrison Ford and like everybody was there, like, you know, Frank Marshall and George and Steven and everybody, they're all hanging out like, oh, the good old days. We love doing Indy. Let's do another one. (laughs) And so they kind of left that thinking like, okay, we're going to do another one. But they're like, oh my God, we got to think of a movie. And so (laughs) if I think finally like George Lucas and Steven Spielberg came up with the compromise of yes, there'll be aliens, but there won't be any flying saucers. (laughs) which I guess in a way makes sense. Yeah. Or they won't be from space. They'll be like interdimensional. Right. Right. The space between spaces. Um, (laughs) I feel like if they had embraced the
2: B movie a little more, I think I personally might've enjoyed this movie a little more.
1: I feel exactly the same way. I really, I mean, in the same way as, Oh my gosh, I'm watching an Indiana Jones movie, but I'm listening to Elvis. Like in the same mm-hmm. way of that, I, I'd be like, oh I, oh, I get to see Indiana Jones in the 50s. I get to see like a totally different, like the 50s are uh-huh. completely different from the 40s or the 30s. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like, oh, this is a new, different kind of thing. And that'd and, uh, be cooler if they embrace that a little bit more. And they do yeah. a, in in parts. They do a lot. Like, like in the first the, yeah. half of the movie, they kind of do.
2: Yeah. The, yeah. And I, I like the first half of the movie. Yeah. More than I like other parts of the movie. I, I think, think I do, too.
0: I don't like aliens. No? In general? No, no. I mean, Indiana
1: Jones, that's, no. That's kind no. of what Harrison Ford said. He's like, well, listen. Yeah. Indiana yeah. Jones has been all about like archaeology and like the kind of mystical. Yeah. And the
2: supernatural.
1: Yeah. Mysteries of ancient civilizations and things and, and UFOs isn't that.
0: I lo- mm-hmm. I mean, I, I do like I dig that in archaeology, there's a lot of the supernatural for instance like you know the pyramids and the nazca lines and uh, you know all you know atlantis and all that stuff so i i understand there's a crossover there but i don't know that's kind of what they like like if, it seems like yeah I, I mean it's and and i get that but even within that there's a bit of a mystery if it, i don't know like the fact that it's like Aliens, mm-hmm. like that's what the lost ark is. Aliens, mm-hmm. I, I'm, I'm, that, that's weird to me. That takes it too far out. Like now, mm-hmm. I don't know where, like I don't know where the boundaries are. Yeah. Like I'm like, eh, like, like now the, oh, now we find out like Indiana Jones is immortal, like actually immortal. <laughs> we did that, like we did that last movie.
2: Yeah. But you
0: know what I mean? It's just like, yeah. oh, he's, he's actually a superhero, and he mm-hmm. just discovered that. Yeah, It's just like, no, this is weird. The guy's like, a, he's a teacher. He's an archaeologist.
1: <laughs> he's a swashbuckling teacher. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Aliens is too far for me. I like it in theory, and maybe it would have worked out goofball, but uh, it's fun to think about.
2: I think I would have liked it a lot if I yeah. embraced that. But it's interesting you bring up the Nazca lines, Jerry, because I've been uh, listening to the audible version of the novelization of Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. Oh my oh, God. Wow. And I'm actually kind of enjoying it. It's, uh, but it begins with some backstory. It doesn't begin the same way this begins. Um, it starts off with Francisco de Oriana, who will show up later in the movie, who was the explorer. He was the first guy, that, the first European who traversed the entire Amazon River. But it starts with him at the Nazca Lines in 1546. And he's just uh, murdered everybody in his crew because they were trying to take his treasure away from him, and he's, try- he's trying to take his treasure back to where he found it, some voices in his head telling him to do this.
0: Hmm. Well, that sounds kind of cool.
2: Yeah, it, it is. Yeah. And, then, and then we cut to 1957, the Yucatan Peninsula, and Indy and his very good friend Mac are excavating a uh, a hidden Mayan temple in the jungle.
0: Well, that sounds cool, too.
2: It gets a little <laughs> weirder. Like, Indy effortlessly reads these Mayan glyphs, which nobody in the world could at this point. <laughs> <laughs> and then he, he falls into a, a a river, and it carries him out to sea for a minute. And he, when he when he gets out of the water, he like races back to camp because he's so scared because his really good friend Mac is going to be worried sick about him. So he's racing back to camp. And then when he gets to camp, he sees all these dead bodies on the ground, and he finds out that there are these soldiers wearing goggles who are suddenly pointing guns at him. Hmm. And that's where. It, and then and then. They, like basically, they take him and Matt captive and kill everybody else because their orders are get the key and kill everybody else. Wow. And then from there, we cut to a bunch of guards on a military base in Nevada, uh, gambling on a drag race they're watching outside the gates, <laughs>
1: which, which is how the movie starts. <laughs> That's funny.
0: But I wonder is that like when the groundhog pops up? And this is maybe a question for John Brugan. like, is he in his natural habitat there? Or does he come up and he's like, you know, he pulls out the map, <laughs> and he's like, oh, I should have taken that left turn at Albuquerque. Yeah. I, what? <laughs>
2: I think that's that's big time Prairie Dog Country. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
1: Do you think they use the, uh, for the credits, do you think they use the same uh, typeface as Raiders in Last Crusade and not Temple of Doom because they're just playing it safe from now on? They're always going to use that because people like it better?
0: Oh, interesting.
1: I looked it up, actually, because huh. my wife's a yeah. font nerd. It's a Penumbra. That's the name mm. of that font. So oh, check nice. that out, and you can make all your Christmas cards. Nice. Penumbra.
0: You know, you know what is interesting about when you start the movie with Hound Dog that soon, you don't need you know the South America nineteen thirty six, or mm. you know you you don't need that. You immediately know that it's 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 post nineteen fifty six, right? Yeah, yeah. Which is inter- which is interesting. Yeah. I don't know if they. I don't think they start any other movie that quickly giving away the time stamp right, right.
1: I can't remember actually what the year is yeah. They say it later but I can't yeah. remember now is it after 56 paint I don't, <laughs> yeah, I, don't <laughs> I don't remember actually we'll discover it together
2: well the book begins in 1957 so I'm assuming it's 57 we'll see though were you guys surprised when it said Kate Blanchett <laughs>
1: yeah I had no idea I think I did. You know, I remembered because on the uh, Rebels Star Wars TV show, there's a character who looks exactly like her character in this. So that reminded me of it like in the years between. Okay. But yeah, that is. Yeah. I can't decide if it's weird that she's in this.
2: I, and I'll, I'll be curious. Like we, we talked a lot about why do people remember uh, Marion and Willie, but not Elsa? And maybe why do people not remember Mm-hmm. So much Arena Spalco is it? Is she just a badly drawn
1: character? Is it? She badly I don't know if she's ever been or bad or is, in is a movie else? before, so it's probably not that. I mean, let's be f- people do yeah. kind of dismiss this movie a lot. So I mean, oh, she may yeah. have just been thrown out with the bathwater a little bit.
2: Yeah, and I think a lot fewer people have seen it.
0: Well, I mean, speaking of like, what do you think about seeing Karen Allen? Yeah, in the credits,
2: that's encouraging. I remember yeah, I remember sitting there opening night and seeing that and just being like, "Oh my god, this is the greatest. This yeah. is the greatest thing ever." Right,
0: right, right. Yeah. Well, Pete, you know, other than the the CGI groundhog, do you like the opening?
2: Uh a little ambivalent. <laughs> like I, I I like the cinematography. It still yeah. does. not Feel like an Indiana Jones movie. It Doesn't feel me. like so Like what yeah. what
0: do you think it does feel like? It feels like a
2: George Lucas like it's going to be a movie about uh, like some bombers on a base or it's going to be a movie about, I don't know. It, it it just doesn't feel like it's going to be the same thing that we've seen in all the other Indiana Jones movies. Mm-hmm. And it's not. Yeah. I mean, it's going to be something new and different, which is maybe good, but it's still hard for me to let go. Sure.
1: That makes total uh, sense. Yeah.
0: Well, Pete was the guy who got me to sign on to this.
1: I love that they try something different every movie. Yeah,
0: (laughs) and and at the very end of Last Crusade, last season, I remember you know uh, tipping my hat to you, Peter, going, "Well, you have shown me that, and I will concede that yes, sometimes you need to try." Yeah, (laughs) you know we. Oh, we talked like oh, we talked about Miles Davis. You know, he yeah. he like single-handedly invented like five different genres. But
2: mm-hmm. some
0: of his records, like Dubop, are kind of weird. That's true. They're <laughs> like, eh, it's kind of not that good. But but without him, you know, experimenting,
2: mm-hmm. then yeah, uh, like,
0: he wouldn't have had In a Silent Way or he you were know. under
2: arrest, whatever that weird, one, he, that really weird one
1: he did. <laughs> I wonder if uh, people's. I mean, again, we're not like. This movie has been like kind of revisited in like recent years. They just had like the what the, twelfth the, ten- the tenth anniversary. The twentieth. This year's this year's the twentieth. No, no, no tenth. Right. <laughs> the tenth. Yeah. Wait a minute. Okay. Yeah. No, it's a tenth. We're so used to like oh, 40 years ago. We saw I know. Writers. I know. Um, but yeah, people have been kind of like revisiting it a little bit in that way and saying, ah, oh, come on, it's not so bad. Like, take another look. And but I wonder yeah. if like you know before then most people are just kind of like deriding it. Like, come on, indie Blossom, he's an old man. I wonder if it's, like, a cross between, like, seeing India in a slightly different, like, not-30s way. There's no Nazis. There's no, you know, they're not in Europe or, or anything, you know. If it's a mix between that and also just kind of fatigue and, like, oh, there's groundhogs in this one. And, oh, Marcus isn't around. And, oh, they made some just bad choices. It's like yeah. a punk teenager. Oh, man. Like, if they tried some stuff that should work but people weren't used to it. Or, and, and they also tried some stuff that's just kind of lame.
2: I think it's both of that. And I, I actually think a lot of it's an enjoyable movie, but I also think it's easy mm-hmm. when something starts getting bad press and bad, you know, there's a bad buzz around it. I think it's yeah. really easy and fun to jump on the bandwagon.
1: You, totally. Yeah. And I I, I, yeah.
2: I wonder if some of the negativity around this doesn't actually have to do with the movie, but the fact that there's so much negativity around it.
0: hmm Well, I saw the movie once in the theater. Mm-hmm. And I called uh, my great friend Tom Taylor. I was there. For and you. we, 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 <laughs> <laughs> we kind of, we kind of like, you know, uh, kicked the ball around a little bit. Hey, you see the movie? Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah it was kind of. I mean, you know, it was. Well, Marion. Yeah. What'd you think? Yeah. yeah. All right. Okay. And I, it was a very awkward uh, moment. <laughs> a very.
1: Uh, <laughs> Yeah, I mean no, I when I first saw I mean I'm I'm being more uh you know generous to it now, but when I first saw it, it was like even before there were any reviews I don't think I don't even know if I knew what to expect or anything. But when I first saw mm-hmm. it opening night, I was just so let down and so punched in the gut and like, oh boy, that's how you don't make an Indiana Jones movie for crying out loud. <laughs> I guess I'm I guess my yeah. childhood's over. It's not dead, mm-hmm. it's just over. I'm an old man now. I can't I can't have yeah. nice things. But yeah. uh, you know. With the benefit of hindsight and maybe expecting the worst going in again when I watch it again. Uh Um, Yeah. No, there's some really good stuff in this movie. And it might add up to a good movie. I'm not sure yet. Wow.
0: You can't, I mean, you can't mention this film without just uproarious laughter.
1: (laughs) Although when we went to 7-Eleven when you were in town, didn't that girl say that her favorite one was was Crystal Skull? She didn't know what she was talking about. (laughs) Yeah, she didn't know. Yeah. It also, yeah. it's
2: still it's still hard for me, and I know a lot of people really love the prequels, but for some reason in my mind, it's hard to divorce this from the prequels, too. Yeah,
1: Interesting. Well, it's, the Why? Era. it's the same era. It's the
2: same era. It's the same, it feels kind of like the same George Lucas. I don't know. Mm-hmm. They're, they're, it's hard for, you know, it's that Lucasfilm logo. It just, this felt like I had a bad taste in my mouth from the prequels, <laughs> and maybe I still hadn't gotten, like I hadn't had a palate cleanser yet.
1: You know what though, I think we should say or at least I'll say early on that there's going to be the temptation to lay anything that's stupid about this movie at the feet of George Lucas and I don't think that's fair. No, I agree. I think that's I agree. definitely yeah. I think you can feel the pull between one guy wanting to make a you know 50s science fiction mm-hmm. B movie and another guy wanting to make a you know a more traditional Indiana Jones movie and everybody kind of loses a little bit sometimes in the middle. mm Mhm. Yeah,
0: I don't get the why are they doing a science fiction B movie for Indiana Jones? I I understand it's the 50s. Sure. It's either that or
1: like Big Blue or like, you know, ENIAC or something. It's like, why didn't
0: they do like the, you know, like the like the, you know, like Sputnik or Mm -hmm. the, you know, like uh, some
1: Cold War Russian this and that. I mean, does it have to be? aliens i think aliens and something otherworldly would would lend itself better to indiana jones and something strictly like we got to stop them russians yeah. from getting into space yeah. before us or something
0: sure no sure sure
2: although i take that it- too what makes this different like what what is it that's different between aliens and like a supernatural being like what what's the difference between aliens and shiva with mm-hmm. some magic rocks like what's what's it was it the aliens and magic skulls and Shiva with magic
1: rocks.
0: Aliens is crossing a line for me. Okay. It feels like it yeah, does it for a I lot just, of people. It's just
1: yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's like, you know, mystical yeah. versus just flat out science fiction. You know, or Yeah. You know, that's yeah. that's what it is. It that's what it Personally, is. Personally, I think that's okay, but I get people being rattled by that. Mm. And you do hear a lot of people saying what Pete and I are saying like, boy, if they just went full throttle into 50s science fiction b movie that would have been pretty cool flying saucers yeah. saucer men from mars that'd be pretty cool
2: yeah like you know like the old b serials you know like the old science fiction serials like they, yeah. it feels like you know they went that way with the other three movies would be well with a couple of them more than others but mm-hmm. it seems like if they had leaned back into that it could have been a little more fun
1: yeah eh. We'll yeah. See. well listen we're only one minute into this thing i'm we'll excited about it I, I think it's gonna <laughs> be fun me too. Wow, I don't
0: know. It's kind of crazy. <laughs> uh, speaking of flying saucers and
1: crazy, what do you mean? Uh, this <laughs> we were speaking about that. Why would you say yeah. that out loud the, like yes, that? Yes, I said speaking <laughs> of. but oh, well, we are. Yes. Oh, do you so have like? No, I know. Oh, you're making some connection.
0: I see. I'm making a connection. Oh. Yes. Yes, this just in uh, Whoa, what? from Professor Christie Porter. Oh my god, it's been beep, so beep, beep, long. Wow, hey, Let me comb my hair. Hang Wait, on are
2: second. are those yeah. telegraph beepity beep beeps or aliens going beepity boop boop? Oh yeah.
0: No, the gamma rays. <laughs> 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 uh, if they wanted this scene in two thousand eighteen, what car would they use? What song would they be
2: playing, okay. and
0: who would be playing Peggy Sue?
2: You mean if this if the movie were set in twenty eighteen? Yeah, if it was set oh, in wow. two thousand
0: eighteen. God. What car would they Well, it's a good question because it is, it, it is so like, oh wow. Like what's the fifties? What's the hound dog yeah.
1: Elvis of yeah. 2018? It'd be, yeah. that, it'd be like
2: that little fiat. <laughs> or like a
1: self-driving Google car, maybe or something. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> With nobody in it, so there's no Peggy Sue. <laughs> and what's the song god i don't even i'm again i'm too yeah. old man to like, yeah. even know
2: we stopped listening to songs like 15 years ago Yeah.
1: oh it's, <laughs> it's true something that goes like
0: Whoop!
1: yeah and even that's old even that's like 18 years ago i was gonna say my most recent like musical shorthand reference is like it was like that whole period, like just a year ago or something, where like every single song was like a bunch of guys with beards going, oh, 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 like these kind of like just group <laughs> caterwallings and stuff with a guitar or something. So maybe they play one of those. You know, you know. The thing. there's a lot of rap that I like, yeah, but uh-huh. I
0: really don't like mumble rap. What's mumble rap? It's mumble rap. Is that stuff where the guy comes out and he's just mumbling? Oh. And, and it like vacuums out all the yeah, I was listening to like Mama said knock you out yeah. by LL Cool J, and he's like, Don't call it a comeback. And his attitude is amazing. Right. He's like, I've been here for years, and you're like, This is incredible. And but the mumble rap is the opposite. They vacuum out all attitude. And it's like, I was sitting in my car and I'm the baddest guy there. What? Is Speak up. Oh, oh, see, I like what? that. I like, I, I like uh, that.
1: Why? I think uh, I'm with Jerry on this one because I think what's really cool about rap is like the precision of it and it's, like the it's the atti- sharpness and there's an of attitude the and behind it. I like it.
2: them both, but yeah. I, I I like that it's so like nonchalant.
0: Well, I wouldn't call it nonchalant. It's 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 like, hey listen guy, let's do this again, but show up. <laughs> it,
2: it, no, it's that whole like it's the yeah. whole like the the dance where you wave your arm. I don't know, it's, it feels very like I'm gonna look like I'm not doing anything. <laughs> I'm going to look like I'm not putting into any effort into anything, which I can respect. But, like sucks.
0: you don't care. Yeah. yeah. like you don't care.
2: Yeah, the insouciance <laughs> of mumble rap. Wow, I
0: can't, I can't wait to pay money for this.
2: <laughs> wow, even a guy didn't care. Wow. This is going to be awesome. No, but see, you care, but you sound like you don't care. That's the trick. It's hard to do. <laughs> It's like, that was really (laughs) lackadaisical. How does he do it? Yeah.
1: (laughs) It's a gift, man. All right. Well, now that we're discussing uh, 2018 uh, do's and don'ts of pop music, we should probably wrap this one up. 2019. Oh, yeah. 2019. Here we are in 2019 right now. (laughs) Uh, Speaking of time variances and things like that, uh, we should let everybody know that uh, now that we're back with Crystal Skull, uh, we have been a a five-day-a-week show. We've been a daily show uh, for three movies now, but we're feeling the need to sort of pace ourselves for crying out loud. we got one movie left that actually exists. Uh, They keep saying they're going to make a new one in 2021, (laughs) so we're gonna take our time a little bit this year and uh with uh, crystal skull we're going to be monday wednesday friday so that'll give you both uh time to re-listen to each episode two or three times uh maybe you've got other shows or loved ones in your lives or something like that um and yeah hopefully it'll uh make your day go easier and uh it'll keep us more sane too and we'll stretch out the fun we'll be around longer we'll spend christmas together it'll be great yeah um, but first, we got to get to minute two, which will be on Wednesday. So come back on Wednesday for minute two of Indiana Jones and the Kingdom of the Crystal Skull here on the Indiana Jones and the podcast of the minute. <laughs> 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 do the, Pete, Pete, do the ink
0: spots.
2: Uh, if I didn't care. <laughs> Would all this be true? <laughs>
0: See, you don't sound like you care, though. You're mumbling. Yeah. You're mumbling. I, that's because I'm trying to
2: emulate people. my yeah, new favorite not... musicians. Yeah.
0: The ink spots put they put their heart and soul. No, that guy. In yeah, it. that's the guy why, that talked. Yeah, he'd
2: be like, it's... if I didn't care, like he. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, he did. Actually, he did sound very nonchalant. He <laughs> He's was like... very like. He sounded like he'd just taken like some Vicodin or something.
1: There's smooth and there's nonchalant. There, or there's smooth and there's lazy. Yes. There's there's you know. Yes, there's a
0: difference. Yeah, but I'm not, I'm
2: not, I'm
0: not no, saying is
2: good, but I'm, yeah. No, yeah.
0: I hit, but his tone was robust. That's what it is. It was, t- it was
1: robustly was nonchalant. Yeah. Wait, I forget whose side I'm on. I like the ink <laughs> spots, but I don't
2: know
0: about the mumbling.